I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. And hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. The camera opens up on a neon sign that says Cash for Gold. Its light is thrown out into the parking lot where Jimmy and Coco sit in the car waiting. Is there any conversation or things you want to say while you are sitting out here? So, Coco... If I'm being extra dick to Vinny, can you uh, let me know? Because I shouldn't be. But I probably will be. Wait, like, who is Vinny, though? The fish guy. He's he's the sheriff. He's going to be in charge. Oh, yeah. He's like that guy. The one that beat me up. Um, I probably am not going to, like, rein you in too much. Go ahead. Look, I need you to, because I'm going to probably be an ass. And we need to at least put up a facade of liking him. Oh, the sugar. Okay. Yes, I get you. Um, All right. So safe word. What do you want? What's like, what's like our code phrase or something? Radical. It's gonna be hard for me to like work that into like a workable usable sentence then just say totally rad it's not something you'd say but i will but you know yeah totally rad okay um or totally not rad okay not rad if you need to i'll listen out for it no, like a, a safe word or like a phrase. Like it has to be that one thing. That one or the other one. Like totally rad or totally not rad. So you can use it instead of like totally not cool or whatever you would say. You say totally not rad. Okay. Got it. Totally not rad. Safe word. Got it. Or totally rad. One or the other. Just so it can pop up easily. And anyway, you get it. Yeah, yeah, that's, like, so cool. Totally rad. Like, yeah, because you're you're being like that with me right now. So this is, like, totally not rad. Okay, like, I get it. I'm not dumb. I didn't say that. Like, what's across the line, too? Like, like if you act like, I mean, you know. Uh, well, for one, if I start a fist fight, that's a, that's a good one. Um, you want me to stop you before that though, right? Yes. But if it looks like it's going that way. Okay. I got it. I think, I think I got it. I'll do my best, but like, you're not manipulating me or whatever, right? Like this is not still manipulation. Is it like, this is like, this is real. I'm just trying to be like on the same page and like open and honest and stuff with everybody. Manipulation. No, like, I'm not trying to manipulate you. I'm just hoping 
we can work together as a team or something so I don't make a fool of myself in front of this person, in front of Vinny. Because I really want to just beat the shit out of him. Even the thought of meeting him now makes me want to beat the shit out of him. I hate that guy. Oh, is that because, like, you're mad at him because, like, he was so mean to me? Like, he he hurt me. Like, and you were so nice to try and help me after that and stuff. But, like, I'm not sure if I can trust that you were being nice to me or if I just thought that you were being nice and cool because, like, you tricked me that whole, you know. No, no. Um, He tried to have me killed, so I don't like him. You knew that before, like, you just gave me up to them like that? <sighs> yeah, I, he accused me of doing something a, a few years ago, and uh, I didn't do it, and the punishment was final death, and, uh, well, I'm still here, but it got real close. Okay, I'll, like, totally do my best. That's all I can ask. Yeah, I have, like, great intuition, I feel like. Like, I can, like, read people. Okay. On that note, the camera shifts over to two invisible people. Uh, You guys can text back and forth, so. Is there any conversation or things that you would wish to do in this moment? Art has just finished sending a text to Raven. What were the details of said text message? Latest update, and he asked for a uh, particular favor just for operational security. She texts back, you sure? That's uh text back, yes, period. Can't take the risk, period. All right, I'll let the big guy know. T-Y, T-Y. Missy, is there anything that you want to try and have a conversation with while you are over here? All right, so what's the plan? Well, the plan is we make sure Sveeple is still inside with their people. Sveeple's people. We make sure all doors are closed. Anybody who comes out gets killed. Knock over the motorcycles. Knock over the cars if we have to. We are going to completely lock this place down. There is a cavalry coming. That is why Jimmy and Coco are at the parking lot. They would lead the others here. Vinny the fish will fan out, take over the assault, and when Sveeple is dead, Coco will be free. Sounds a bit harder than higher laying it out, but okay. Well, yes, it is as they say, everybody has plan until shooting starts now. A long time ago, we had plan like this. Surround building. Make sure doors and windows are covered. Many bullets. It took 35 days. And they still did not get inside building. They had planned till shooting started. This one, 
building is made of much more wood than the one I have experience with. It will burn easier. Okay. You have other concerns? I do, but... Well, no. You should say something. Say something. Please, mischief. I am not infallible. I am very fallible. I fall all the time. We're sending Jimmy and Coco inside, right? Jimmy, perhaps. Coco, not so much. And the people who are coming to help us? Vinny the Fish, Raven, other sheriff's uh, deputies, whatever brute squad they can come up with. Brute. There you go. Uh, So how do we know once they get here, they just don't, you know, shut everybody down, stake them all, sort them out later? Coco and Jimmy get caught up in it. I feel very confident that will not happen. Okay. And let us be honest. If Jimmy does get caught up in this, we can always pull him out and unstake him later. And it might do him some good. All right. What do you need me to do? Truth be told, I do not know. Great. I'll just sit here and you tell me when you need me. Uh, Mischief, this is thing I do not ask very often, but you have power of foresight. Yeah. Is there anything that you could see that would go drastically wrong? Really? Eh, I'm not really batting a thousand with that, but sure, I'll give it a shot. At risk of tempting fate, what is worst that could happen? What are you trying to focus this premonition on? I guess what's going to happen in the bar. Uh, and with uh, Svipel and her people. I want to see uh, the future of this bar. As you stand there invisibly, I imagine her leaning over a, a guardrail or something across the street looking at this bar and just seeing time move past it. You will see humanoid shapes come in from each side around it. You will see fire. You will hear the howl of a wolf. And then afterwards, you just see everybody standing around. And you look from person to person. Art's there. Jimmy's there. The sheriff's there. Raven's there. There's a couple of other people that you recognize and a lot of blank faces. You're looking around, you look out a window, you see that you're inside the cash for gold place. And looking around a little bit more, you see Coco. And she is sitting in a chair, leaning against the wall, not moving. What further details would you like? So we do see it burn, we do see a bunch of people, and I do see Coco. Is there anybody in the crowd of people that would be surprising like out of place or unexpected you'll see a bunch of the bikers that you saw they all seem to be handcuffed and you're going to see a venture that you're aware of by the name of Eddie Stevens 
he looks very much like a Hollywood rendition of a surfer guy. Blonde hair, light brown eyes, muscular, well-built, and likes to show it off. And he is just sitting in front of where they have these mortals handcuffed and sitting there. And he just seems to be talking to them. Hmm. Okay. All right. I think that would be enough for Missy. She comes out of it. Uh, she'll clear her throat and say, um, it burns. The mortals are all end up handcuffed and Jimmy is okay and you're okay and I'm fine. And then she'll look over at the cash for gold sign. But I think we need to be extra careful with Coco. Yes. No, Art, I mean, it could go bad for her. Mischief, I understand. And I will take full and personal responsibility for anything that happens to her. After all, I am her sponsor. So when she ends up staked, she'll take responsibility and that helps her how? Because I'm the one who can convince them if it happens. Okay. Because Art can't see it, Missy whips out her phone and texts Coco. Be very careful. Watch your back. XOXO. <laughs> oh, God. Camera transitions from Missy typing out and sending that text message to Coco receiving it and responding with XOXO. As time has passed. Slowly but surely, other people have been showing up at this cash for gold place. And amongst them, there is nobody specifically that you immediately recognize. But amongst the first group is a very tired-looking older man, mortal, because he's yawning and like somebody woke him up in the middle of the night. But he does come up and unlock the door and let you guys in. I don't know if any of you guys have been in the Cash for Gold place, but they're not very fancy. They are not. No, like also skeezy. Just like I've been in some beautiful jewelry stores and stuff before. And like the glass is clean and like everything is lit up. And this place smells and there's clearly stains like all over this nasty ass like carpets disgusting the kind of place where somebody would rent a building for cheap throw in a safe and a couple of security features and then a big old neon sign so jimmy will go in for if he's opening it up for us you know uh hey how's it going oh it's it's real late yeah, sorry about that. Um, uh, they call. I I do. Do you mind asking who they is? So he looks at you kind of intently, and then he looks at Coco, who I do not believe blushed. And after a moment of not really undressing you with his eyes, Coco, but just kind of like intently watching you, and then being satisfied with something, he turns back to answer Jimmy's question. He says, the, the sheriff called. 
Oh, Vinny. Okay. Want to know whose turf we're on? I got a message from him, and he said to to open up. We got to meet up for something, and I don't ask questions. Smart man. That's how I stay alive. If you excuse me, I'm going to go into my office and have some music on so I hear nothing. Sounds good. Jimmy's going to take a quick look for how many seats there are. Is it like a bank where there's like a bunch of seats or? There's like four folding chairs off to the side and there's a little table that has an ashtray on it. Uh, You don't happen to have any more seats, do you? I got my chair in my office. Yeah, forget about it. Not exactly it ongoing stable business here yeah just there's gonna be a number of us so if you had extras just you know i'd put coffee on but (laughs) i'll put coffee on for me and he goes into his office you hear him cursing as he flips on the light like ah and the door is shut elizabeth will show up there is a man by the name of Mason Caldwell that shows up. There is a dude that looks right out of like the Baywatch remake, blonde hair, brown eyes. He enters and gives his head a swish and his hair flips up and lands perfectly. You would know him as Eddie Stevens. Oh my God. Is he like famous? Like, do I know him? So he's like probably not an influencer though, like that hair, that whole like vibe. He probably is, but he doesn't like make any money from it. Maybe trying to like break into the scene, that kind of thing. He's attractive. Popular on social media in the area, perhaps. Yeah, we could, we could say that. Okay. So. I basically found like a pen and a scrap piece of paper and I was just kind of like leaning on one of the gross like glass countertop things, just like doing a doodle because honestly I'm bored. Yes, should be scared for my life or whatever, but like this is just a strange wild ride and I'm like totally radical or something. And I actually write that in my doodle. And then when like cutie patootie walks in the door, I like take that look like I think I know you. And then like again, like, um, hey, I know you, right? He turns to look like right at you with his brown eyes and his hair does that thing where it swishes and then comes back to rest perfectly. It's the kind of guy that you imagine Jimmy would hate. And Jimmy, you might hate this guy. He's a douchebag. Yeah. He gives you a flirtatious smile and says, maybe, but I would like to know you. And he walks over to where you're leaning on this counter doodling. And you guys remember that like, I dressed all cute to go to that biker bar, right? Sure did. And so I just turn on like the full charm, the like, big smile not even conscious at all that i have like you know big teeth and stuff now but they're not like sticky all the way out either just like kind of big just hey my name's coco like i feel like we've been 
um, in some of the same clubs at some of the same times. And then I just like rattle off a couple rando names of fancy lounges in the area. I think I've seen you like over at, um, at like area, right? He'll continue smile and he will extend his fangs and he will say, we're in the only club that matters, aren't we? God, like you are too cute. Yeah, um, it's really a pleasure to meet you. And you make small talk, as I'm sure Jimmy dislocates his eyes rolling them. Would we know what barony he's in? Uh, he's some douchebag Ventru, fucking blue buds. All right. While this is happening, and the door will open, and Donovan will walk in. Your good buddy Donnie, and he is followed by a bunch of dudes. Fuck. He's Bruja. You know it makes sense. Yep. Jimmy's gonna go over to Coco and go. It's totally rad here, right? I mean, no, this place like sucks. Nah, I think this place is totally rad, just like that bar was totally rad. Eddie does that thing where he turns so that he is sort of between Coco and Jimmy. Jimmy and Coco on one side of this little countertop, and he's on the other one, and he just kind of like turns so his shoulder is in between you. Is like, I know someplace totally rad we can go to when this is over. Oh, that sounds like amazing. And I just kind of like look back down at my like little little doodle for a second. And I'm like, oh, shit. Are you okay, Jimmy? Um, totally rad. Can I just like use my powers to try and see if he's being like actually weird or like just like normal weird? I don't know, Jimmy, you feeling kind of agitated? Yeah, you see some anger coming out of Jimmy. So Jimmy's feeling a little hostile. I just want to kind of, like, look at him and just, like, chill, bro. Coco, what does he feel as you look into his eyes and you tell him to chill and you feel your power rise up and exert your will upon him. I just calming, relaxing energy out of myself and kind of just impart it onto him. Probably feels like you just got a massage. You're so relaxed. Sweet. Yeah, I'm chill. Go, uh, go talk to your friend there. All right, cool. Yeah, for sure. You just, like, if you need me, I'm here, okay? But just, like, just try and stay relaxed, man. Jimmy has a bit of a puzzled face. He might figure it out later that something funky was going on. Yeah. Then uh, Jimmy heads over to Donovan. Oh, good. Oh, good. Donnie sees you, he's with his boys, and as you get closer, you can see them laughing and breathing and blinking. He's brought a bunch of mortals. 
Hey, Donnie. As you get into his space, he tenses up a little bit because your last interaction did not go well. He's like, Jimmy? I understand we kind of hate each other, but um, tonight is business, so I got your back if you got mine. He looks confused and he looks around those guys a little bit and he's like, yeah, all right. We'll, we'll sort our other business out on another night then. Sounds good. Then forget about that money you owe me. Yeah. You feel as though that comment would have made you angry before, but now it just kind of rolls off you a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk later. Um, I don't have your number. I'll call you tomorrow night. Can I, like, he pulls out his address book and... Yeah, he's happy to follow through on this strange situation and give you his number. Rad. See you around. And as you turn around, it dings open again, and the sheriff enters. He has a golf bag full of baseball bats that are sticking out of it, and he's got a couple of other guys with him, a dude in a in a deep hoodie that is hunched over a Nosferatu. He looks around at the room, and he smiles, and it is just rows and rows of shark teeth. He has some bone spurs that come out of his hands. He's got green hair and some gray eyes. And he looks around at everybody. Finney also looks around, and there are a couple of more mortals that come with him that look like they're down to party. They seem to be laughing, having a good time. This is uh, you know, this is almost as good as Elysium here, guys. A whole lot of us here. Gonna go have some fun. Cheerful, look around the room and give a nod. It's like, Alright, you guys, we, uh, simple. We got one target, and he motions and Raven will pull out a printed up picture of Sveeple and pass a couple of those around. Stake this fine, and he tosses the golf bag onto the ground, and you'll see a couple of the Bruja come over and they start picking up baseball bats. If, uh, if not, well, you know, Prince hasn't officially declared a blood hunt or final death or right of destruction for anything, but I have a feeling that's coming tomorrow night. I didn't see nothing. Everybody gets kind of like a, yeah, fucking awesome. Raven sends Art a text saying, we're here, we're gathering up. We'll be heading your way shortly. Is Feeple still in the building? You have seen her walking around. You have also seen her openly feed on someone in the bar. She's still here. She's eaten recently. Separate text. Do it. You will also have seen, as you are here and you are smart, sometime over the last 20 minutes, there's been at least one little drone that has been flying around from time to time. Presumably ravens. I would wave, but she can't see me. That's very true. Donnie's guys break out a bag, one of the backpacks that they're carrying, and on one of the countertops they put down a bunch of shot glasses. They also have a a bottle of booze, cheap shit, 
that they break out and they they take some shots. And then Donnie is like, alright, well, let's let's do this. And he takes his thumbnail and he slits his wrist and he just with a look of concentration and stuff begins to squeeze out some of his vitae into the the different shot glasses and his dudes take a hit, put the shot glasses down, he squeezes it out again and looks to the assembled room. Has Jimmy ever gotten involved in one of these kinds of operations before? Like a hunt? Yeah. I'd assume so, yeah. Cool. That he would be at least tangentially familiar with the various Draught powers. Yeah, Jimmy's not about to drink another vampire's blood. If that's what you're hinting at. <laughs> and after he does that, he looks a little a little paler, and he will grab one of his guys that came with him and take a bite. Get a little feed on. That guy, they all, you know, pat him on the back, they give him some whiskey, and they have him sit down, and he's assumingly not going with you. The Nosferatu that came in with everybody else, with the sheriff specifically, he's going to come up, and he is going to do a very similar thing. Coco, a lot of the other vampires in the area are are drinking of this. Do you have any interest in participating? Well, I've just been like kind of flirting with the guy with like the great hair and stuff and like laughing and cutting it up. But I mean, they've been saying no, it's not a good idea. And all night long all I hear is like no no no. Like and I was ready to you know, I drank from my vampire mommy like last night or whatever. But then like everybody started freaking out, so like probably not a good idea. So I'm gonna go ahead and like do a a pass like a no thank you unless cute guy like insists and then i'm like oh missy's not here but you know he does not push for it he also declines and continues to talk to you oh yeah then like holding my attention because he's cute this goes on for a short while as everybody starts to get themselves jazzed up the sheriff Included will also buff up. Those that need will take a bite off of the mortals that are here. There's probably 10, 12 vampires in this room and maybe, maybe the same number of mortals. It's a little cramped. The mortals move to the back as everybody finishes doing their shots and getting all of that stuff ready. And then they more or less mount up. You haven't seen the Nosferatu in a minute, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. The sheriff looks to Raven. Raven gives a nod, and she sends a text message to Art saying we're about to be on our way. Sheriff steps out, opens the door for people to come out. People begin filing out. Raven comes up and stands next to Jimmy. Hey. How's it going? Not how I thought I'd spend my evening. Well, I like having the backup. It's very nice. Yeah, well, you you put out a call for a tussle. You're going to get a tussle. I might do that more often. Seems like it's going to be a good night. If you had a phone, you fucking caveman. Yeah, fuck you too. 
she gives you a smile and gives you a little bit of a, like a, a shoulder thing. And soon the cute guy, Jimmy, Raven, and Coco were the only ones left in the cash for gold. All right, well, might as well head out. And Jimmy starts heading towards the door. Coco, do you, you've obviously seen all of the vampires leave. Do you go with them? Or do you stay and talk to cute guy who does not seem to be making any motions to leave? I've totally given him my number because he complimented my little like drawing and then we laughed and chatted and I told him like, you know, I'm an artist and I'd love to draw. I'd love for him to check out some of my work. Like I'm staying down at the mall and stuff and blah, blah, blah. He tells you that he would love to model. Oh my God, that would be great. Like I love having like full like figures. Like I could come up with like some great ideas for this. He gives you a big smile and then turns to look and notices everybody's gone. It's like, are you going with? Oh yeah, like I feel like I have to. Um, but call me, okay? Or like maybe we'll get together when this is all done. Like I could totally, totally use like just a night out, like if you want to go somewhere, like for sure. Well, I'll see you on the other side. I love that for us. I'll see you later and I just like blow him a little kiss and do like the sachet chante on out the door. And he lets you go first. As you walk by the door, you walk past the sheriff who is standing there. You know, he has his bat in hand, as a couple of other people also have. You see a couple other people with guns as well. Uh, mortals staying behind. I want to give him, like, the most sickly sweet grin, but also show all four of my fangs. Because he basically said that I needed to catch Vampire Mommy, and here we are, like, just a couple days later. You're welcome. You give him the smile, you give him this look, and he just looks down at you. He looks to the right to where Raven is standing next to Jimmy, and he just takes this bat and breaks it against your head and neck. The fuck, guys? Raven grabs you by the arm. Hold on. And just grabs you and holds you there. Uh, her grip is very strong. As you are on the ground, he steps forward over you and begins to bring the thing down to try and jab it into you. Um, Same thing. I just want to fucking scream at him this time, though. Like, chill, bro. And Jimmy's going to try and break the grab and dive on Vinny. Sure. And like, screaming it. Like, what the fuck? Chill, bro. He has the, the bat raised up. The vampires that were around you were are all kind of watching this. And, Jimmy, you go to pull away, you feel Raven's iron grip on you. A lot stronger than a person of her size should be, but vampire. As you turn to look back to pull away from her, she has the phone up with the text message from Art asking her to, to get Coco staked, that mystery text message that he sent earlier. And she says it's for her own good. Meanwhile, Vinny is, he's slowing and he's, 
relaxing a little bit as the aggression goes out of him, but he's looking at you as Art's idea. Jimmy, if you want, you are welcome to pull away from her in this situation and continue with your attempted tackle. Uh, yeah, Jimmy's going to tackle Vinny. Uh, I'm happy to let you tackle him. He got super quelled right now. All right, so yeah, Jimmy's going to pull away from Raven and charge into Vinny, trying to bring him to the ground. What the hell's going on? Raven will run up. It, it, sorry, as she looks to Coco. It was Art's idea. Fucking sorry? What's Art's idea? What? This fucking hurts. Like, and I want to heal myself. Like, actively standing up, pissed off, and healing myself at the same time. Okay, now I want to feel better because you are embarrassing me in front of this fucking cute guy, and that's just, like, rude is exactly how I feel. And, like, this fucking guy should be thanking me, okay? And all of that is coming out. Like, you can see all of that written all over me right now. Like, this is fucked up. You're feeling much better as your skin returns to its normal pallor as the bruises disappears and you can feel the cracks in the bones knitting together. And you just like do that. Ah, you kind of stretch out your jaw. Yeah. And I'm sure it looks really fucking badass too. That gives me even more spine and backbone when I stand up and look at this guy, like fish fuck like ugh. what Raven will try and de-escalate the situation as you're clearly very pissed off and Jimmy has tackled Vinny Art was worried that something was going to go wrong that you were under her influence still and the easiest way to make sure that nothing would go wrong would be to stake you and I don't even acknowledge her presence until I hear the stake you. And at that, I just like turn my head and give her the fucking shittiest look. Art wanted to kill me. Oh, no, it doesn't kill you. It's just it just paralyzes you. That's that's Hollywood bullshit. We started that. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. I say it to the cute guy and just walk out the door, headed to the car. Jimmy gets up off of Vinny. Misunderstanding Vinny. Sorry. I'll watch Coco. Make sure she doesn't do anything stupid. Agreed? And Jimmy just starts backing up towards Coco. In a surprisingly calm fashion... He says, yeah, I get it, man. It's, uh, you know, things happen. Rad. And Jimmy runs towards Coco. Hey, Coco, just... Look, look. We'll just sit in the car. We won't take part in any of this. We did our part getting them there. They'll do the rest. Okay? Um... I don't really think that we have to stick around here anymore. I have some cash. Let's 
go for a drive. Sure. Let's go. And I climb in like the back seat, like Miss Daisy style, expecting to be chauffeured at this point. Jimmy doesn't care. How about a club? Perfect. You like totally read my mind. Um, loud music, please. Thank you. I have no fucking clue where that is. Okay. So like head towards the taller buildings in the city, please. Let's get going. As you drive off into the night, the last scene from the cash for gold is Raven texting art saying something weird happened, but Coco and Jimmy left. Art looks at his phone, sees the message, sighs. I should just not ask for anything from the Camarilla. Oi. Text back. What? Period. Big man went for it, and something, all of a sudden all the fight went out of him. Jimmy tackled him, and he didn't fucking kill Jimmy. Like, that's weird. Well, we better handle this as quick as possible. It looks like there's some other things I'm going to have to research. J.F.C. The text message that comes back that we end on is never a dull moment. It is uh, April 14th, 2021. Uh, fucking The Raid, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember how exactly what that movie was about, but I remember there was a dude with a baseball bat that fucking murdered people. And that's uh, that's kind of what's going to happen here. That he would be at least tangentially familiar with the various draught powers, each of your major... Fortitude, uh, celerity, and potence have a uh, have a level four discipline that allows you to share some of your blood and temporarily boost anybody who drinks its abilities by like half your discipline dots. They get them like temporarily. And you would also get extra powers from that. Uh, rules as written, it counts towards like a step towards blood bonding. I think that is dumb, and it becomes a lot more useful if you can do it without that. Yeah, Jimmy's not about to drink another vampire's blood. If that's what you're hinting at. <laughs> uh, I'm just putting it out there because they're going to share a bunch of, of Vitae around here to so that everybody gets free levels in potence. Or celerity, whatever he has. Uh, he probably has celerity, I guess. Because he basically said that I needed to catch Vampire Mommy, and here we are, like... Just a couple days later, you're welcome. Oh, that's that's wonderful. I'm going to need you to roll dex plus athletics. Perfect. You give him the smile, you give him this look, and he just looks down at you. He looks to the right to where Raven is standing next to Jimmy, and he just takes this bat and breaks it against your head and neck. Uh, you will take 
a bunch of points of fucking uh, superficial damage. As you are on the ground, he steps forward over you and begins to bring the thing down to try and jab it into you. Um, same thing. I just want to fucking scream at him this time, though. Like, chill, bro. And try uh, and calm his ass down. Oh, ooh, interesting. Okay, let's let's have it. Rouse me up and then stamina plus. So he's probably he's probably five. And Jimmy's going to try and break the grab and dive on Vinny. Sure. That'd be- so I need to rouse check first. Yes, you need to rouse first. Cool. You not get hungrier. Five's a good number. And like screaming it, like what the fuck? Chill, bro. Uh, let me roll. Jimmy, if you want, you are welcome to pull away from her in this situation and continue with your attempted tackle. Ah, uh, yeah. Jimmy's going to tackle Vinny. Uh, I'm happy to let you tackle him, considering he got like one success and is super quelled right now. Fucking sorry. What's Art's idea? What this fucking hurts? Like, and I want to heal myself. How much damage did I take? You never told me. Uh, uh, I'm looking at the moment right now to see if bats have a a little bonus. Like actively standing up, pissed off, and healing myself at the same time. Uh, it will probably be three points of superficial damage because um, he only rolled he only rolled three successes, and then if you feel like a bat's like plus two um, to your zero successes, and then there'll be five halved. Uh, Can um, you just take my health away? Yeah, uh, yes. I love taking away your health. Take my health away. There you go. This Vampire of the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.